Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to another episode of the Innocence Redeemed Podcast. It is Sunday, November 28th, 2021, and this podcast today was not exactly planned. Um, I'm seeing a lot of chatter, if you will, and information coming out in the last uh, 24 to 48 hours having to do with this new variant, and discernment is telling me in my spirit that the powers that be in this country and around the world are trying to pull some shenanigans and get everyone back into a lockdown. And I, as I've been seeing these, I've been wrestling in my mind, like, should I get on? Should I warn people about this? Should I tell them, you know, what they need to look for, what they need to do? Today, all I can do is tell you what to take from what I'm about to present. I'm going to read to you a few articles and you have to take the discernment from there and decide what to do with the information as it pertains. Yesterday, Mike Adams from Natural News released an article called 10 Omicron Variant Predictions for 2022 and Beyond, Globalist Authoritarian Playbook Stripped Naked. The Omicron variant media hysteria is pure fiction. It's nothing but a 1984-style Orwellian psychological terrorism operation that has been engineered to keep the populations of the world enslaved and obedient while terrorist governments carry out their global depopulation genocide programs. The evil genius of this narrative is that it requires no evidence whatsoever. And he has that bolded. It requires no evidence whatsoever. Since no one can actually see the variant, and since no isolated Omicron viral samples exist anywhere in the world or for lab test confirmations, a coordinated mass media hysteria campaign simply implants human consciousness with the illusion of Omicron, accompanied by extreme fear. And we have talked about fear on this podcast many times. I told you in the season of forbearance why we have to stand against this fear and be aware of these things, folks. Going on in this article, to date, no one in America has even been diagnosed with the variant, and no one has died from it anywhere on the planet. Yet, thanks to mass media journo-terrorism, half of America is now freaking out over something that likely doesn't exist at all. Omicron, quote-unquote, is almost certainly a coordinated fabrication. Yet, out of nowhere, the media has managed to program the population to lose their minds upon mention of the word mutations, quote-unquote. Although random mutations in genetic material take place literally millions of times each day in every human being's own body, suddenly, mutations, quote-unquote, are the scariest thing imaginable, according to the hyperventilating media. And he puts in parentheses, which is why I call Omicron a scariant, not a variant. Then he has a sub-article here. Over the last two years, globalists have confirmed that fear, not science, quote-unquote, is their ultimate mechanism of control over humanity. And I have spoken about this before. But going on in this part, remember when we were all told in 2020 that of just 60 to 70% of the country agreed to take two shots, everything would return to normal and COVID would be over? It was all a calculated lie from the start. The lie promised freedom if people would just comply, but what it delivered was tyranny and fear, along with never-ending obedience to government-coerced vaccine compliance. What 2020 and 2021 have now exhaustively proven to the globalists is that fear is their ultimate weapon against humanity. Through the use of coordinated fear, they can convince about half the population of the world to be injected with deadly spike protein gene therapy shots that will kill them over time. That's why a lot of the hospitalizations are people who've had this jab, and then they're going to turn around and try to blame it on people who didn't take it. 
They're letting it get worse. They're leaving the border open, letting people in and not addressing those things, but then telling everybody else they have to do take the precautions. Have you ever, folks, seen so much hypocrisy? Anyway, going on in this article. Conveniently, all those deaths can be blamed on something else, like cancer, thereby avoiding any blame being focused on the vaccines. Why is there already a 29 times increase in stillborn babies, by the way? As Steve Kirsch writes at Substack.com, there is a 29 times increase in the rate of stillborn babies in Waterloo, Ontario, that started after vaccination program rolled out. All the mothers of the stillborn babies were vaccinated. Yes, this is a big deal, but nobody is listening. Cardiac risk could go up a thousand times after vaccination, and it wouldn't matter. Nobody is listening. You know, and this ties in, folks, before I continue, this ties into what I was talking about just the other day when I recorded the podcast with uh, Discernment on the Holy Spirit and how those, will, no matter how insane the lie is, people continue to believe it. And that's just proof in the pudding right there. They're telling you, with this new variant, they're already saying, well, the vaccine isn't protective, but they were saying that even with Delta, but yet still saying, well, the thing you need to do is go out and get vaccinated. Well, people's immune system is waning when they take a vaccine, even with the flu shot for years. If you were told that if you got sick, it was because your immune system reacts naturally and the vaccine takes it down, if you even believe they work at all. But continuing in this article, as psychologists know very well, when fear is combined with sensory overload, i.e. too much news, too many voices, conflicting reports, people naturally default to anything that resembles authority. Their rational mind is completely shut down, and they can no longer engage in critical thinking. Once they are sufficiently pounded into relentless fear, the governments of the world herd them into vaccination centers for their obedient depopulation shots. With a page ripped right out of the Stanford prison experiment, they also transform obedient vax recipients into societal quote-unquote prison guards. These are enforcers who demand that everyone be injected with the same concoction, or else. This is why so many Vax people have turned into raging lunatics who try to force their death shots on everyone around them. And then he puts in parentheses, and just maybe the vaccine prions are eating their brains too, causing aggressive personality changes. You know, I'm going to pause there for a moment reading this. I've stated that I've noticed the behavior of many becoming very strange. It's one of the reasons I don't even go out much. It's like I only go out if I have to go to the store or get something. I don't even like being around the general public. They don't even... I've noticed it even just driving. They tend not to pay attention. I've seen people coming up the stop signs and they just, and they're like not paying attention. They don't stop. Or they're walking in incoming traffic. And that's just, uh, you know, going through a neighborhood. But, you know, be that as it may, I'm going to continue here. I mean, take from it what you will. 10 predictions for how Omicron hysteria will be exploited by terrorist governments to accelerate their murderous genocide against humanity. Over the last several months, this is Mike Adams, uh, as a reminder, writing this. This is not my article. Over the last several months, I have publicly predicted the release of a new, scarier bioweapon narrative. The coordinated mass media Omicron freakout was easily predicted. And many of us across independent media are on the record predicting exactly this. But what will they do next? That's also very easy to see, since it all comes from the same playbook as covid Omicron hysteria will be aggressively pushed and used in every way imaginable to achieve totalitarian control over the masses, who will then be lined up and taken to death camps for efficient extermination. And I have been, this is another reason I'm getting this out, uh, the persecution 
is very, very near. I mean, we're already in the season that Jesus warned about, where there would be pestilences and famines, that there would be wars and rumors of war. And um, it's rumored that there's a lot of activity going on in concerns to Russia right now. I cannot verify that. I'm looking for confirmation on that. But you can see all of this ramping up. So Mike Adams continues in this article. Here are my 10 predictions for Omicron in 2022. Prediction number one. Omicron variant hysteria will be used to reset everyone's vaccine passports to zero, coercing people into a whole new round of vaccines for this new variant. Those not smart enough to go along with the Omicron variant vaccines will be signing up for a never-ending series of spike protein bioweapon injections, which will eventually kill them. Prediction number two. Omicron hysteria will be exploited to justify aggressive vaccine mandates, demanding that this quote-unquote new emergency overrides all human rights, medical freedom, and body autonomy. Prediction number three. Although the Omicron variant has so far only been found in the fully vaccinated people, the lying corporate media will blame its origins on the unvaccinated. That's what I just said a moment ago, and I've been saying that. Prediction number four, the Omicron variant will be used as a cover story by the corporate media to try to explain away all the antibody-dependent enhancement deaths caused by the COVID vaccines. Even as vaccinated people die in large numbers, the media will blame the unvaccinated and demand that the unvaccinated people be completely locked down and denied access to society. Sounds like we're getting very close to the mark of the beast, if you ask me. Going on, prediction number five. Omicron hysteria will be used to attempt to criminalize dissent against vaccinations, mandates, government, quote-unquote, authority, or the COVID criminals behind the gain-of-function research, such as Anthony Fauci. All such dissenting speech will be designated a danger, quote-unquote, to society, and those who utter such speech will be accused of killing people. They've already been ramping that up, if you've noticed. Um, People saying, oh, well, you're so selfish if you don't get it. Oh, you're going to make people sick. Don't you care? Even though if they have it, shouldn't they be protected? Prediction number six. Mass hysteria pushed by the journo-terrorist media will justify governors ordering more lockdowns, leading to more supply chain failures, product scarcity, and price inflation. Prediction number seven. If the media can push the Omicron hysteria with enough ferocity, it will be used to either cancel the 2022 midterm elections or demand universal mail-in voting, citing the quote-unquote extreme dangers of anyone going out in public. Prediction number eight. Every economic failure caused by the incompetent criminal Biden regime will be blamed on Omicron. This imaginary quote-unquote variant instantly becomes the scapegoat for sky-high energy prices, supply shortages, and empty grocery store shelves. The media will blame everything on Omicron, and then they will blame Omicron on the unvaccinated. Prediction number nine. At some point, either the Omicron variant or the next one that's unleashed will be used to justify door-to-door mandatory vaccines in America. And I believe they're already doing that in Poland, I heard. I heard that they're going to try to make everybody um, take the vaccine by force. Moving on. Along with medical kidnappings of anyone who resists taking them away to COVID concentration camps for efficient extermination. And he puts in parentheses, this practice has already begun in Australia, where the military is kidnapping indigenous people and taking them away to camps at gunpoint. Prediction number 10, Omicron won't be the last variant that's used to evoke mass hysteria and multi-billion dollar government payouts to Big Pharma. This scamdemic will be repeated every year or so and perpetuated for as long as the people remain in fear and go along with it. 
and he released a podcast on it, so I might post this link. I'm probably going to post this link up on my site. Oh, this gets juicier, folks. Yesterday, the same day that that article I just read from Mike Adams was written, there is one on the Gateway Pundit called Smoking Gun. New variant appears two weeks after Big Pharma Ready's new variant vaccine. Hmm. And this article reads, The Wonders of Medicine? It seems like only yesterday we were reporting on the new COVID variant coming out of Africa, but within hours, there were already vaccines for this new variant. Reuters reported yesterday, Novavax said on Friday it started working on a version of its COVID-19 vaccine to target the variant detected in South Africa and would have the shot ready for testing and manufacturing in the next few weeks. The company's COVID-19 shot contains an actual version of the virus spike protein that cannot cause disease but can trigger the immune system. The vaccine developer said it had started developing a spike protein specifically based on the known genetic sequence of the variant B.1.1.529. Novavax's vaccine received its first emergency use approval earlier this month in Indonesia, followed by the Philippines. Other vaccine developers, including Germany's BioNTech SE and Johnson & Johnson, have said they are testing the effectiveness of their shots against the new variant, which is named Omicron, by the World Health Organization. As we reported last night, other companies are ready to test their vaccine within the next two weeks as well. The conservative treehouse writes, Wow, 72 hours ago, no one heard the name Omicron variant. Now, in less than three days, a variant has been identified. Global travel has been halted. Again, I added the part again. States of emergencies have been declared. And now we see a pharmaceutical company announcing the variant-specific vaccine trial that will begin in the United States in a few weeks. This government relationship with Big Pharma is certainly generating some fast action, eh? Yes, the miracles of modern medicine. Now, in the interest of time, I'm going to read one more article, and then I'm going to play a few different clips that I feel are pertinent. This next article I'm reading is from Zero Hedge, and the title of this article is World Medical Association Chair Demands National Lockdowns Compulsory Jabs Fears That the COVID Variant Is As Dangerous As Ebola. And uh, I'll link to this one as well up on my blog once this is put together. The Omicron variant was identified six days ago, initially in Botswana. Infections have been detected in South Africa, Israel, Hong Kong, Belgium, and the UK. So far, the spreading of the heavily mutated variant of the coronavirus has resulted in a stark warning from one top medical official. On Saturday, Frank Ulrich Montgomery, chairman of the Global Physician Society of the World Medical Association, told German reporters that he believes Omicron could become as dangerous as the Ebola virus. I'm going to stop right there and pause. I find it interesting that as all these new quote-unquote variants are coming out, that you have Bill Gates running around like a cheerleader with the pom-poms in hand and his comfy white sweater, cheering on, oh, we need to have bio-warfare games, we need to have vaccines for Ebola, we need to have vaccines for smallpox. Notice it's vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. You cannot continually pump people full of vaccines because it's going to kill them. The body can only take so much. You know, God made us as, you know, resilient, but there's only so much you can put in before you start having consequences for that. And notice that they never talk about natural things you should do, like vitamin C, vitamin D, eating healthy. They always just talk about pumping you full of something you don't even know what's in it. But moving on in this article, Montgomery said the fastest and best thing to do is contact restrictions. We must avoid any form of crowd in the coming weeks. 
We should therefore close the Christmas markets nationwide. Everybody I've talked to behind the scenes has suspected that these people were going to pull something before Christmas. That's why it's bad enough families are already doing it. They don't even realize what they're going along with. He emphasized the importance of not giving the virus, quote-unquote, a chance to mutate by preventing every possible infection. Quote, the new South African variant is a good example of this. We don't yet know anything about its dangerousness, but it seems to be spreading rapidly. My great concern is that it could lead to a variant that is as infectious as Delta and as dangerous as Ebola. The few infections we allow, the better. Montgomery said it may be necessary to keep, quote-unquote, vaccinating the world for years to come. Adding that only vaccination helps. That is a blatant lie right there. Quote, if people are not aware of their social responsibility, or if they do not want to take it on, then no one has to remind them a little more rigidly. In the case of a general compulsory vaccination, if allowed by the STICO, the age of the five, all measures could soon be omitted. We would have our old life back, he said. There's the dangling of the carrot again. The bleak predictions come two weeks before BioNTech Pfizer is expected to have laboratory tests on Omicron to determine if a new novel vaccine would be created. If so, it would take scientists 100 days to develop. Montgomery's fear-mongering comes as South Africa's medical chief, Dr. Angelique Koetze, described Omicron as a storm in a teacup, quote-unquote, adding that she had only detected very mild cases of the variant so far. More or less, the virus pandemic created by health officials and governments is the equivalent of yelling fire in a crowded theater. The only result of mass panic is more public health restrictions that would limit freedoms. Europe has already imposed travel restrictions and partial slash full lockdowns as infections increase. It has been pointed out that Omicron is an anagram of moronic. <laughs> and they have a graphic here. If, they t- if you take Omicron, which actually, I was like, yeah, that's interesting. It says moronic. It's just that the letters are all mixed up. And it's an adjective showing a lack of good sense, stupid or idiotic. You really couldn't invent a more pathetically incompetent, moronic, self-deluded character than this. Scientists are still examining Omicron, but it appears the current plan has been to create mass panic. That's exactly what they're doing. And because they're doing that, how many people will give in to that fear? For more on that, far-right British commentator Katie Hopkins describes the sheer terror manufactured by health officials and governments by their puppet media outlets. And I'm going to play that here. I'm going to insert that clip in here so you guys can hear it because that's in the article. As anyone who works in PR or marketing will know, you need to keep your story fresh and relevant and keep giving it new talking points. Well, the same with COVID, you know, to start with, there was lockdowns, then there was variants, then there was vaccinations and boosters and people dying after this. And there was always a new news story. And now it's the Botswana super ninja mutant variant that's just come into play. And what you're trying to do is create a kind of whole narrative arc, a whole theatre production, if you will, around this new, fresh angle to your story. So that you've got the Botswana variant, Botswana. You know, Delta sounded a bit like, oh, fertile Delta, place where you can grow stuff. Delta, oh, rivers, nutrients. Botswana sounds jungle, sounds mysterious, sounds 
oh, the sort of place where, you know, there might be diseases lurking, hmm, scary. Then you've got people drawing graphics of what this mutant ninja variant might look like with special spiky bits, even though no one actually knows what it looks like. These are just graphic configurations, so you've got a visual to hang on to as well. Then you need to do some policy items to reinforce the drama that you're putting on. And those items now would be creating a red list. Let's remember that a red list is an invention. Traffic lights are actually a system for controlling traffic. They were never designed to colour in countries. But this, let's put it on the red list. And now we're going to ban flights from Botswana and six different other states. So you've created a sort of policy narrative to go alongside the visual and the pictures that you've made and the scary sounding words Botswana, the jungle, mosquitoes, who knows. Now all you need is something that makes you sound like you technically know what you're doing. So now we have the B11529. Mm, we've given a numerical reference code that makes you sound kind of scientific, like you have qualitative and quantitative statistical backup and you are definitely following the science because it's called B11529, like one might have a code or a reference number. That's how this works. It's straight out of the PR marketing playbook 101. And in order to keep up interest, in order to drive the next push behind an action they're going to require of you, they needed to create the drama and the performance to draw you in as their ready and willing audience. The question is, are you still going to keep buying your tickets, taking your seats and listening politely to the nonsense that you're being fed. I gotta tell you folks, she is right on the money in everything she just said, and that's exactly what they're doing. How much more crazy and insane does it have to be before people understand it? I'm getting to the point now where I still pray for the lost, but anybody who still isn't waking up to this agenda and seeing this when they tell you to stick infinite vaccines in yourself, and People are actually dying, but they refuse to look at independent news media or look at, listen to independent podcasts. Uh, sad to say they're going to wake up one of these days and find out the true consequences for their lack of discernment in their, in their actions. And speaking of people who have made commentary on this, I think Brad puts it into perspective as to discernment and what we need to be doing. We need to have our spiritual houses in order first. But then we need to be making decisions on discernment and asking the Lord if we need to take practical steps. You know, there has to be prudence on the matter, not presence for the season. You cannot prepare long, long, long term for all of these things, but you can make crucial decisions for the immediate. And I love this video that Brad did because he puts it into a really good perspective on things that we all should be considering. Let's take a listen. This is one of the biggest warnings that I have given you this year. Last night around 3 a.m., I sent an alert out to my closest friends and family. I sent an alert to Nate over at Canadian Prepper, Chris over at City Prepping, and Cliff over at the Urban Prepper about what was going to happen and break on the news today. A new variant started popping up a couple of weeks ago, and it started being recognized across our world. Now, whether you have a concern over COVID, a concern over different variants or not, it really doesn't matter. The virus doesn't care what you think about it. 
what I want to warn you about is what's going to happen to the rest of the world. We are going to see a massive lockdown in the country of China. We are already seeing a massive change to air travel restrictions. They are locking out South Africa from the UK, from uh, many areas in Europe, from Israel. Israel warned that they are ready to lock down their country, the, one of the most vaccinated countries in the world. And you have to ask yourself why. The virologists that I've followed and some that I have had communication lines with for the course for the last five, seven years, they are all saying the same thing. They're telling you that the supply chain is once again going to be disrupted beyond recognition. Right as soon as COVID started popping up a couple of months before it became mainstream, maybe even a couple of weeks, I got on here and I told you to go buy the food that you would need for 30, 60, 90 days. I'm telling you once again that the supply chain in the United States of America and in all of the Western world is going to be disrupted beyond recognition. It's not going to happen overnight, but just like I sent that email out to those close friends and family members or acquaintances here on YouTube, I'm telling you that what you're about to see is madness. If you think the people of our world are not at their wit's end before this, wait until new lockdown, quarantine, and mandate measures come into play. We are already starting to see the social revolution, the social rebellion against control measures. Wait until people once again are told they have to stay home or they're told they have to act in one way or another or they lose their jobs. Wait until this financial crisis cannot take another leg down during this event. Whether or not you see the virus as a threat to you or your family, and we have to have some recognition, it doesn't matter our own personal views. In fact, Kelly and I are in a great age and health demographic. We haven't had too much personal concern over it. But I have older family, older friends, and I was concerned for them. The difference is this new variant, Omicron, which honestly sounds like a, uh, 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 the name of a transformer out of a science fiction movie, Omicron is going to change the world. You're already seeing knee-jerk reactions from countries around the planet. They are already putting into place containment and control measures. They are telling people who just flew out of or over certain areas to quarantine themselves for 14 days. That's because this variant has two cleavage sites that uh, in its genetic makeup. And you'll have to get really deep into virology to understand what that is entailing. But basically the, the virologists that I'm talking to and seeing are all saying this shouldn't be possible. Now sit back for a moment let your mind be filled with the reasons why something that shouldn't be scientifically possible in nature can be. And then we have to take into consideration the fact that our world is already running behind on a broken just-in-time delivery system. If you think that things were bad in 2020, what started with the toilet paper craze, and then I remember post posting to our Patreon members a massive list of things that were out of stock and then a list of things that they should get. It's going to come 
to that time again. I just want you and your family to get ready. I don't want you to do anything else besides stock up your pantry. I'm staying the course. I went ahead and had Kelly, uh, we started talking around 2 a.m. last night about our own purchases. And I'm not talking big ticket items. No one's saying go buy a tractor or do anything like that. I'm talking about the things that will change with this disruption. Over-the-counter medication. Do you have enough ibuprofen, Tylenol? Do you have enough aspirin? Do you have enough Pepsid or Famotidine? Do you have those things that help you when you need them? If you don't, consider getting them now because as China locks down, none of your items, which mostly come from China, are going to be available. And you might say, well, Brad, Advil's made in XYZ country, ibuprofen's made in, or you know, acetaminophen's made in another. That doesn't matter. 80% of all the raw ingredients for all pharmaceuticals and over-the-counter medication come from other countries like China, India, and the Middle East. So when those nations go into lockdown and when they stop distributing those supplies to the rest of the world, it's you that gets hurt. And I want you and your family to be in a position of advantage. I want you to be able to step back from what is happening in the world and say, okay, I understand that things are bad for a lot of people. I understand that things are financially worse than they were six months ago but I am in an okay position. I have food on the table. I have gas for the generator. I have propane for the heater. I have these things, and so I don't have to worry because that is the root of the violence that will come. It's over extreme frustration and fear that will be driven through the populace. Now, I'm not telling you that this strain, this virus, this this variant is any degree of... Uh, worse than the others. But the virologists that I trust are. They're not selling fear-mongering. They're not saying to go get your vaccine. They're not saying to do one thing or the other. They're just telling me the data that they see. And that's that the Delta variant took 75 to 80 days to become the dominant strain in an area since discovery. And Omicron, this Botswana variant, took 15 days. So they're seeing a 500% increase in its virulence, notwithstanding any bit of severity, just its virulence. And so they know that nations are going to make changes. They know that countries are going to act to self-preserve. I want you to act in self-preservation in another way. Kelly and I talked to some friends, and we have friends on both sides of the fence, friends who don't want to give it a second thought, and then friends who have real concern because of their own uh, immune, defi- immune deficiencies or their own family members that they're concerned with. And both of them, I have the same course of action. And that's my course of action. Stay that course. Stock up your pantry. Make sure you have security in order. Make sure that you can feed your family without worrying about what's happening at the store. Don't go to the store more than you have to. Get the idea that people are going to begin acting erratically soon into your mind, into your consciousness. Because when you expect the reality of our world to take place, it's not a shock to you, and you have plenty of time to be ready to protect yourself and your family. It's people who think that 
the world is all candy canes and rainbows and it's all great and there's nothing to worry about. You know, YOLO, you only live once, uh, you know, uh, living my best life, you know, all this garbage. It's people who believe that garbage who get caught by surprise. And then they become the, why did this happen to me? And it's not fair. And they blame other people. When it was right there staring them in the face that car accidents happen all the time, just put on your freaking seatbelt. And I'm sorry to get so upset about it, but I just can't. I don't want people to suffer. I don't want your family members to suffer. Just put on your seatbelt. Stock pile in your pantry. Don't worry about these things. There's nothing that you can do to affect change other than the change that you can affect in yourself and in your family. Make sure that you know what is happening in our world. Stay on top of communication. Like I said, I've had, I've had relationships with these virologists for years. And if you go back and you look at like 2008 or 2010, we brought virologists on the channel to talk about an emerging virus at that time, which was the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome or the MERS virus and how that was affecting the Middle East. We are very lucky that that did not catch on. But we were there to talk about it. And so we've had these this communication line and these relationships with virologists who we trust, who, who are very safe in their lack of predictions. They just tell us the data. Here's what we're seeing. Make your own decision. Do what you want to do. And that's my best uh, option is you give me the data and let me plan the best way that I see fit. If you show me that, or if you even gave me a couple of days, a couple of weeks notice that China was going to lock down, I'd go buy an extra pair of shoes. And so that's what I did last night. If I had a couple of weeks notice that other countries were going to institute new control measures, I'd buy a little bit of extra rice. And that's what I did last night. A little bit of extra canned food. And that's what I did last night. I would make these purchases now before the majority of the country scrambles out of fear to make them. I'm going to make wise inflation-based, shortage crisis-based decisions. And that's what I want you and your family to do. And if you only have dollar store money, please go to the dollar store and get some extra cans. Now, be forewarned that a lot of times 88 cent cans at Walmart is cheaper than dollar cans at the dollar store. And if you do that 10 times, you've got another free can of food that you could have bought at Walmart. So make sure that you're consciously shopping. If I had to tell you what I think is the most important things for you to get, food, Get your water under control. You need to have your food situation under control. Buy the canned food that you eat. Buy the rice that you eat. Buy the flour that you eat. And start eating it. Don't worry about just putting it away. Go through it. And when you go through one, buy another. But having that reserve, you see the United States of America, you want to call them uh, paranoid? Well, why do we have oil reserves? Just in case of a rainy day. Why, do we, why did we just release our oil reserves? Because that rainy day came. And so I want you to have that rainy day reserve. Buy enough food for your family. If you can't hold on to your life and hold on to your goods that mean life, then you can't hold on to anything. Get your security in order. You need to think about security very very seriously. Folks, I say once again, you know, take all of this to prayer and ask for discernment 
ask for wisdom as to what you should do. But to sit and do nothing, to stay on the fence and say, well, we'll see, that's not really an option as to what the times we're entering into now. And we've been entering them slowly. And so everything that I try to put up on Innocence Redeemed is to help you to understand what you ought to be doing. Um, You know, as far as what Brad just said, I'm going to take it a step further. You know, last year, I have a friend who lives in Australia. And last year, when all of this started with the two weeks to slow the spread, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, before they had announced the lockdown for two weeks, my friend told me he was at Costco and he had his cell phone and he put it on video and he showed me people standing in line with carts full of toilet paper. And I said to him at the time, I said, don't these people realize they're going to need something to eat once this lockdown is announced? And he said, well, that's why you get what you need first before they realize that. And in the same way, that's what this podcast has meant to do. It's discernment because we can see that they're going to try to move this at the rate that it's already going just in Europe alone. Um, We already have people here in the United States calling for more lockdowns. I don't know if that's going to be effective or not. I'm just simply stating it's not time to be sitting on the fence with things. You can sit there and say, well, I have faith and that'll get me through. Yeah, that's to a degree you should have faith. But when the Lord empowers you to make preparations for yourself and your family, you need to look at the practicalities of doing so. And don't just sit there and do nothing. Because there comes a time you might be sitting there and be like, well, I coulda, woulda, shoulda. And then like Brad said, then you'll be blaming everybody else or kicking yourself in the rear end because you'll say, well, why didn't I act when I had the chance to do so? I cannot advise each person to do what they need to do or what they feel they should do. Each person's in a different situation. They have to decide for themselves what's appropriate within their means. And there's many that just sit on the fence and they don't do anything. But at least take to prayer these things that I've been bringing up today so that you are aware of them. And that's the purpose of this podcast. It's not to put you into fear. It's not to scare you. Because even though I know a lot of these things and I've been watching them closely, I don't sit here in fear like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be without or no, that's where my faith is. But if the Lord empowers me to do things and to warn his people and to make practical preparations myself, I'm going to do it. And I advise you guys all to do the same. So like I said, this was not meant to be a real podcast per se, but I felt due to these developments to get this information out there so you can pick and choose what you decide to do with it. That's all I've got. Just wanted to get that out there for you so you could hear and you know, discern the times we're entering because things before this Christmas season, I see them ramping it up. Um, I said back in the summer that once they started, they were never going to stop. It was just going to be one more thing after another. And the cannon fodder, those, I mean, that's those who are asleep, who still are not aware, they're going to play right into their hands. And that's where the persecution is going because you can already see that Once people have done what they need to do, those of us who are paying attention, they're also going to turn around and not only blame unvaccinated people for this crisis, even though they're perpetrating it along, they're going to turn around and say the shortages are a result of those who actually took action, which we know is not true. So be aware, stay vigilant, stay prayed up, take these things to the Lord in prayer and ask him what he would have you do. Or that he would send people who can help you if you're in a situation where you can't. But discernment and wisdom is key. Even if 
we're not affected, they're going to use it against people who are not aware. And they are the ones who are going to panic like they did last year after they got their toilet paper. They realized that they needed something to eat, otherwise the toilet paper would be useless. Then they all ran out, and by that time, I was at home, and I had done my shopping because I had discernment to see that that's exactly what they were going to do, and that would cause the shortages. And that's what they're going to try to do again. So you have notice on it, and at the rate this is escalating, just be aware that to sit and do nothing would somewhat be foolish. And besides the point of even that, in some areas there's winter weather, and you never know when you're going to be snowed in, you never know when you're going to lose power. You know, if you have the means to do something about it, don't sit and wait. You know, take action now. I love you guys, and until next time, Jesus bless you, stay safe out there, be vigilant.